Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Well Then. This season on the podcast, we are talking about all things love. We're talking love stories, the things that keep us from experiencing love, and most importantly, love alignment, which is the holistic therapy coaching work that I do with my clients to ultimately help people come into alignment with the most authentic expression of love for themselves in their lives, to have the relationships they want, the self-love they want, the life they want. And within my practice of love alignment, I have seven main pillars that we are going to be talking about in different episodes of the podcast this season. So today we're talking about one of those pillars and I'm excited to get into this chat because it can be a little bit confronting, but it's also incredibly important. So this is actually a great opportunity if you want to grab a journal and pen and you might have some aha moments or things that come to mind for you while we are having this conversation today. So it can be good to just record those as you reflect and listen. Um, And if not, feel free to come back to it later. So today's pillar that we are talking about is radical honesty. And this pillar might just be the most important because without honesty and integrity, we really don't have much. And I don't just mean being honest with other people and not telling lies. And while that is super important to have integrity with our word, if you've read the four agreements, that is one of one of them, and in my opinion, one of the most important ones. Um, but really, we're talking about being honest with yourself and not telling yourself the little subtle lies that can slowly chip away at your sense of self, your sense of self-worth, your sense of well-being and self-love, most importantly. And to be honest, so many of us get stuck in patterns that we don't like and often claim that we don't know how we got there when the reality is we just haven't been brave enough to be honest with ourselves. And there's room for so much compassion in that because there are plenty of good reasons why we've been scared to be honest with ourselves. Maybe when we were little kids, we had experiences where we told the truth and we got in trouble or we showed up as our most authentic selves, feeling what we were feeling, saying what was on our minds and on our hearts. And it wasn't received well. The people around us made us feel bad for that. They got angry. They got upset. They made us feel like we needed to needed to be different than we were in order to be accepted and to be loved. And so there can be plenty of reasons why we may have gotten in the habit of not telling ourselves the truth, because it can be easier to live life in these little lies and these little patterns than to confront the truth that might really hurt and that might require um, big change and might require you know, transformation that maybe we we don't feel capable of or ready for, or like it's even possible for us. So that might sound a little bit harsh, but I call it radical honesty for a reason. It It is radical. It's not just, you know, being honest with yourself here and there, but it requires that we get honest about all the little things that bring us shame and blame and guilt And all the things that we judge ourselves and that we judge others for, radical honesty requires that we get really honest about our past and how it hurt us, as well as the ways that we might have hurt others. 
it requires that we start by admitting the truth about that pain and then allowing ourselves to feel it, not just to think about it or intellectualize it and rationalize it, but to actually feel it in our bodies. And, you know, I laugh there because that is something that I myself have really struggled with throughout most of my life is um, thinking that if I'm able to think and talk about my feelings, that that is the same as actually feeling them. And the reality is it's not. I can explain my feelings all day and intellectualize them and understand why they might be the way they are. But unless I give myself permission to really feel them, to let them move through my body, to let them take me over, then they don't actually have the chance to be felt, to be processed, to be healed and to be released. So not just admitting the truth about what we feel, but actually giving ourselves permission to feel it. We have to get honest with ourselves about where we are playing small or hiding out, honest about where we are actually the emotionally unavailable one in relationships and not just pinning emotional avail unavailability on others. We get to be honest about where we let our insecurities and our fears run the show and how that's working for us. Honest about the work that we've done and the work that we haven't. We get to be honest about when we are keeping our word to ourselves and when we are not and getting curious about why we are not. We get to be honest about what our truest desires are, both with ourselves and with others, with the people around us that we love. And we get to be honest about the ways that we love and the ways we want to be loved rather than pretending that our love language is the same as our partners because we think it'll make them happy rather than trying to get ourselves to fit into a nice, pretty little tidy box that is what we think society expects of us and our partners and our friends and our family expect of us. But in reality, just has us going through life kind of robotic, going through emotions, showing up and acting how we think we're supposed to act rather than really getting the experience that we want to get out of life and communicating what love means to us. So radical honesty it unlocks all of these parts of ourselves that we've been keeping hidden. It, it really does unlock a lot of our shame, a lot of our blame, a lot of our low self-worth and our insecurities and helps us to get to the root of these patterns so that we can ultimately shift them. You know, we're not just being honest with ourselves to be mean or to be cruel. Honesty is actually one of the most generous and loving and compassionate things that we can do for ourselves and others. You know, there's a saying that, um, well, there's lots of sayings about truth. Honestly, there's like the truth hurts or, um, I'm not remembering it in this moment, but something about how like a sweet and gentle lie feels better than, um, you know, a harsh truth something along those lines. I'm totally butchering that. But I think there's this belief that we can sugarcoat things and twist the truth in order to make other people and ourselves feel better. And the reality is that's, that's not actually the most loving thing we can do. Being honest about who we are and letting ourselves be, be who we are so that others can experience the fullness of that. And so we give them permission and the gift to show up for us as their authentic selves. That's the most loving thing we can do. And that doesn't mean 
that the truth always has to be delivered in a really harsh way. We can speak our truth and deliver it in a sweet and gentle and compassionate, loving way when, when the moment calls for it. Um, you know, in my practice of Vedic meditation, this is something we were talking about recently that, um, sweetness along with truth is actually a beautiful thing. So just because you're setting your boundary or speaking your mind or expressing what's true for you doesn't mean that it has to come across with a lot of really heavy, harsh energy. But the more you are able to practice owning your truth and owning what matters most to you, to yourself more so than anything, the more you'll feel like you're living your life in alignment and your relationships will feel clearer. They'll flow much more easily. There'll be less blocks and fewer, uh, fewer blocks and less stagnation. And that's ultimately such a good feeling. So in this work, what are some of the ways that we actually go about radical honesty? Because if it's not something you've been practicing, it can feel pretty foreign. So in, in my practice, there are so many different modalities that I've learned, um, that I've practiced, that I've tried out, that I use for myself, for my clients, um, in my businesses. And one thing I will say is, is that, you know, same with everything in life really is that there's no one size fits all. So I like to give a menu of lots of different options and tools and resources. And, you know, we, we tap into them and we use them at different times when the moment calls for it. And for some people, certain things will work better than others. And it's really just about finding what works best for you in the given situation that you're in. But some of the ways that we access these parts of ourselves that we have hidden or ignored or lied about for so long include journaling, um, talking to somebody that we trust, talking to ourselves in the mirror or in meditation, and writing therapeutic letters. So all of these practices um, can be really simple and easy or really nuanced and layered and can be <laughs> taken and used in, in so many different ways, like I said, given the situation. Um, but they're all really valuable and, and have a lot of value to them um, when moving through this work of love alignment and trying to get yourself into alignment with your authentic expression of love so that you can have the relationships that you want and the self-love that you want. And it will take time and it really will happen in layers. It's not like you journal one day or you write a letter one day um, or you express your truth one day and all of a sudden everything's better. <laughs> everything's in alignment. It all clicks and it all flows. And you're like, oh my gosh, why wasn't I doing that all along? But little by little, that feeling can definitely build upon itself where you realize like, wow, these practices are really beautiful and it does feel really good to tell my truth. So I'm going to keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that and see what shifts, especially if you are someone who operates from a trauma response of feeling like you need to make sure other people are always happy to make sure no one is upset with you or to seek validation and praise or if you're somebody who always um, feels like you need to keep the peace, or when you were growing up, you felt like you were the one who needed to keep the peace. These kinds of people can often find themselves in a pattern of telling little white lies. Like, you know, they're wrong, but it almost feels compulsive. And like, you need to do that in order to feel safe because you want to make sure nobody's upset with you or that they feel like they're hearing what they need to hear, or you're getting the validation you need. Um, and that's really common. So exploring things like that 
can take time. It's not just going to shift overnight. And whatever your patterns or conditioning, starting to be really radically honest with yourself will feel uncomfortable at first. I'm telling you that now. It's not going to be totally easy and natural and normal. It's going to feel weird if you're not used to it. But eventually, it will feel so liberating because you know that you can trust yourself to tell the truth and be in your integrity. And from that place, you can create a solid foundation for self-love and for calling in a healthy love that is built on respect and trust. And you guys know that that is my wish for all of you, to have self-love, healthy, loving relationships, and to have a life that feels like a love story. So that's radical honesty, or at least an intro to it. We dive way deeper in the work that I do. As always, if you're interested in working with me or getting on my wait list to work with me, you can shoot me an email. It's contact at meganshare.com. Go to my website to learn more. We're going to be diving into all the rest of the seven pillars and lots of love stories from my clients and other people in my world uh, throughout this season. So definitely subscribe to the podcast, leave a review um, if you want to keep uh, stay in the loop about all of that. I'm really excited to continue these conversations with you. And if there's any, any questions you have, reach out to me at any time. I, I love having these conversations with you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm excited to hear what comes up for you as you reflect on this topic of radical honesty in the realm of love alignment. So feel free to reach out and share your findings and your realizations with me, as well as your questions. And as always, until next time, I hope you have a beautiful and loving and magical day as we continue to explore these topics of love and love alignment. <music>